Welcome to Megadad's Live episode 115. On today's show, we're going to do a little small talk with me and my son, Elliot, about Spider-Man 2. You're going to get the perspective of an old guy and a young guy about why this game is so fantastic. We're also going to hear from Will all about Bomb Rush Cyberfunk, and if this game lives up to the Jet Set heritage that it's so inspired by. And before we get to the show, let's take a moment to thank all of our Extra Life contributors. You can, of course, go and donate at extra-life.org. Search out Team Megadads and make a donation. It is greatly appreciated. We're only one week away from game day, and we want to take a moment to thank everyone who has donated to our campaign. Great big thanks to Chris, Mario, Dave, Luke, J. Lou, Rosa, Antonio, and Doreen, and Clay. We appreciate your support. All those kids and their families, of course, appreciate your support. And please make sure you head to extra-life.org and seek out Team Megadads to make a donation before game day on November 4th. We'll be streaming live right here on youtube.com slash megadads. Now, without any further delay, let's get on with the show. We're going to talk about Spider-Man today. Spider-Man 2 came out for the PlayStation 5 this last weekend. And Elliot has been playing a lot of it. Sometimes he gives me the controller and I get to play it too. Not very often. For like five minutes and then like, I get to play it for two hours. If he gets stuck on a part and he needs me to beat like a boss or a big tough encounter, uh, he will be kind enough to throw the controller at me as he has a <laughs> giant tantrum. I hate this game. is stupid. You do it. And then I'll beat it and I'll show him how amazing I am as a superhero. And then he'll be like, this game is great. And then we'll play again. Uh, and all that to say, you all right? I done. <laughs> Mega Dads Live is a mature rated podcast. It's for the Mega Dads, the Mega Moms, but not the Mega Kids. So put on those earmuffs and let's go! Welcome to Small Talk with Elliot and Daddy. Uh, this is a segment that we used to do every episode of Mega Dad's Live a long time ago when you were yeah. little. When you were this and big. Now, I'm this. now you're this big, this big, this big, so much bigger. Uh, and it's gotten to the point now, Elliot, where you not only play more games than I do. I'm better at playing games than him. Except Spider-Man. Except Spider-Man? Spider-Man 2 is the game that we were really anticipating. It's the... just that this time, we normally do it on easy, like the mode. Yes. This time we did it on normal, mm -hmm. and I'm not used to that. He's not used to being normal. I said I wanted to be a friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Uh -huh. Like, that's, like, expert. And then I'm just like, and then I go into normal, and I'm like, it's fine. It's 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 it, there's a little bit of challenge. A little bit. Of, we didn't put it on hard or anything. We're just no. playing it on normal. So every once in a while, it gets a little challenging, a little yeah. bit difficult. Like the lizard. But let's let's pause there. Let's step back and talk about the game. We've been looking forward to this game for a long, long yes, time. Yes, we've been like uh, <laughs> watching all the trailers, all the gameplay reveals. Elliot's been on YouTube looking up way too much stuff in advance because he likes to spoil the experience. No, I only I didn't even get that far. Like the whole thing we've already played uh -huh. was a spoiler alert. Was, okay, so now we're in fresh territory. Yeah, now I have no idea how it's going. But we were very, very excited for this game. Yes. Spider-Man the original was our game of the year when it came out in 
2018. Seems like forever ago. Yeah. Miles Morales. Miles Morales, which is the game that launched the PS5. Like, we love that game. Yeah. You've played both of those games through at least three times a piece. You're very well versed in Spider-Man. You know how to play it. You know all the ins and outs. You've unlocked all the costumes. You know all the sick combos, as the kids say. Spider-Man 2 isn't like any other Spider-Man game. Okay, well, let's talk about that. What's different about Spider-Man 2? When you go into the map, brand new map. You can even like go on the bridge and stuff. You don't have to fast travel to the other, like, so there's like a part right here and a part right here and then the bridge. Uh Uh-huh. So Spider-Man normally is in this part and then Miles in this part. Because Miles is like schools in this part. Peter's like normal routines in this part. You can like cross over without, um, without like switching characters. Like I would always think like you have to be Miles to be in this side. You have to be Peter to be in that side. So the map is bigger. Yeah. It's it's the same city. It's New York again. Yeah. And at first I was kind of like, is it gonna be? Is it gonna be kind of weird to be just playing like the same areas again? But not only did they like double the size of the New York area that you can explore. Yeah, but it's like, well, they did. They did. They did do that. Yeah. But in but addition to that, they like, also made it like wait. The city feels bigger when you're in it. It really does. It's- like if you go up on the Avengers Tower or something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you look down, like that looks way bigger. And I think each corner of New York is very unique and full of character. It's not just like a whole bunch of copy and paste buildings. Yeah. Every street you go down, like there are landmarks and special places and places that you remember going to. In the previous two games. Yeah, like, so if you went to the art museum, we, like, went back to that exact same place. So so Elliot's been going into photo mode in this game. What Elliot is doing is he's doing (laughs) Spider-Man's tour around New York. And he's posing Spider-Man in front of landmarks. And you can pose Spider-Man in all these preset, like, gestures. And all of Elliot's poses are like, Look, I'm in front of the museum! Look, I'm in front of the the seafood market. Look, I'm in front of Avengers Tower. And it's like if Spider-Man was assembling a scrapbook of his journey across New York. And you showed those to me today, and they're hilarious. So we'll be putting them in the video here so that people can see what we're talking about. So if you're listening to the audio version, you definitely want to go to YouTube.com slash Megadads and watch this because these photos are hilarious. So the city is bigger and more robust. Uh, the photo mode is fantastic. Talk to me about the story. Story. It's great. Another level. A whole nother level. Story takes place. Uh, no spoilers, by the no, way. I'm not no spoilers. I know. I just want to tell the people in case they're nervous that we might spoil something. We're there are not. no spoilers. We're here. not spoilers. Well, I think the best way to explain it is that what you're just leading up to is it's Peter and Miles, and they have. One story that they're both going through together, but they also diverge. Yes. So So at some points you're going on like Peter's path and learning about what's going on in his life. And then under it is Miles' path. And then if you go above both of them, it's the same path where like they both come together to defeat this like giant monster or something. Uh, Well, what I like so much about the story of this game is that it makes it feel like 
like you're watching the movies, you know, in the yeah. movies you get to know the characters and they call back and they come back and they become like this big family and playing through this game really makes it feel like you're visiting friends again. Like you want to okay. know what's going on with Peter and you want to know what's going on with Miles and they advance their stories just as much as like the superhero stuff, right? Yeah. So like Miles is like applying to go to college and Peter's yeah. trying to get a job and you really feel like they're real people and the Peter and Miles stuff is just as cool as the spider stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And it gives you like flashbacks when Peter is young and it actually shows you what he looks like and that's really cool because we've never seen him as a kid. The story is great. The story is fantastic. Yeah. It's full of action. It's full of great character development. And when you're playing it, I feel like just, it makes me think of like, how would this look in a VR? Oh, you want to see this in VR, huh? Yeah, I want to be swinging around, punching baggers in the face. I tell you what, if this was in VR, I would vomit all over the place because Spider-Man flips and spins. I don't care. But let's talk about the flips and the spins, the controls, because this game, again, builds upon what came before. Yeah, so it's got so all the, a... the moves that you're familiar with. Mm -hmm, like but swinging and there's web wings. Web wings are rad. They're so rad. Yeah. So like the web wings you see, you think they're cool. Mm -hmm. Like you want to play as them. When you actually play as them, it's even cooler. You're dying. <laughs> it's even cooler, right? So, yeah. what do they do? What is the web wing for the people that have no idea? The web wing is like twice as fast as the swinging around the city. It's flying. Yeah, it's literally or flying. If you go on, on the top of the Avengers Tower, push, jump off, push triangle, you can glide mm. around the Avengers Tower like seven times before you get to the ground. I really think that the guys who make this game, they're called Insomniac Games, right? Oh, yeah. I really think that Insomniac has proven that they are the best people for the job of making a superhero game. They've taken yes. the feeling of like the action and they've married it with the, the important storytelling like yeah. every good superhero and, story like, the has. Details in like, talking about the details, mm -hmm. like, you know, when you were swinging around, there would be like blinds over the windows. Now when you like crawl up the um buildings there's like different things in each room so it's really cool to see how like they put that much effort just to make that you can so. pause the game at any point and go into photo mode and look at the city and it looks like an it looks like an actual it looks shot like somebody of new york took a video yeah it the game is beautifully rendered it's probably some of the best graphics if not the best graphics i've ever seen in a video game and it all Plays, even better than God of War. Even better than God of War. It all plays and controls effortlessly. Like there's no glitches. There's no. Well, there's a little bit of wonkiness sometimes when, yeah, like, like you when get caught like, on stuff when you're running around. Yeah, but like as far as like the core of the game, it like it just actually, feels good. Yeah. So that's Spider-Man Two. It's the new release. It's the big release. We'll be giving a full review on this game here In at Mega Dad. Like seven weeks. I think we're going to get through this game really fast because the other thing is you, you just want to keep playing. Like some games you can play for a little while and you'll be like, okay, I'm going to put it down. I'm a little bored. Like I'm a little burnt out. But this game, when you're not... This game's like, you want to keep playing. Like, you just want to keep going. It's so good. It's so good. I can't... But you're not going to let me because you have to edit this. I, I, I do. I do. I have to. But it's okay. We'll get back to it. But Spider-Man 2, 
so far is absolutely superb. Um, I can hardly think of a single thing that I would knock against it. It's just bigger and better. And great. And it's fantastic. And it's greater together. Greater together. Let's do this thing. Hey everyone, it's Adam here from Megadads to tell you all about Zencaster. You know, I've been podcasting here at Megadads for almost 10 years. And after fumbling around and struggling with other programs and platforms, I'm happy to say that the team has settled right here with Zencaster to record all of our podcasts. Zencaster is incredibly easy to set up and use right out of the gate. You can get going with podcasts that have studio quality sound as well as high fidelity video for everyone on your podcast. And with built-in multi-track recording, your post-production work is going to go off without a hitch. That multi-track recording is essential. It is the number one thing that you need for your podcast recording and editing. If you want to do it right, you got to do it with Zencaster. And with a suite of tools, your post-production work is going to be so easy. You can take out awkward pauses. You can adjust your recording levels on all of your multi-tracks. You can take out that pesky background sound all with the click of a button. It's incredibly easy to use. We use Zencaster for everything here at Megadads. From recording our episodes of Megadads Live, having team meetings. Even this advertisement right here is created with Zencaster. I honestly don't know why you'd use anything else. Isn't that right, Mabel? <laughs> Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use the code Megadads. This is important now. Use the code Megadads. You're gonna get 30% off of your first month of any Zencaster paid plan. I want you to have the same easy experience that I do for all your podcasting and content creation needs. It's time to share your story. Go to Zencaster.com slash pricing and use that code Megadads. You think you can make a better podcast than me? Place to start is Zencaster. Bomb Rush Cyber Funk is an action sports game? Developed by Team Reptile. See how I Ron Burgundy that? You put a question mark. I'm going to read it like a question mark. That's fine. Developed and published by Team Reptile. It's available on PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Will I know is a uh, is a Jet Set fan. He's a Sega mm-hmm. guy. He's a Sega kid. So I want to hear his perspective on Bomb Rush <laughs> Cyber Funk. Yeah. All right. So Bomb Rush Cyber Funk is a game that I have been in romantic love with since I saw like the first teaser for it. I love Jet Set Radio. Um, the first one, anyway. <laughs> future is a different story and i got to thinking too hard about it last night it may be one of the reasons i never really got into the xbox ecosystem Mm. that game turned me off that hard well the graffiti was just push buttons in that one you didn't have to do anything Mm. and that i had a violently negative response to that at a friend's house and i was like no i'm done fuck off this is terrible It didn't help that, like, the first level was also, like, set at, like, dusk or something. So everything was either orange or in the shadows. So it, like, my, this initial impression was just the exact opposite of what I wanted, which is bright colors, lots of energy, you know, stuff like that. Bomb Rush Cyberfunk is a lot better at that than Jet Set Radio Future, in my opinion. <laughs> um, it... The biggest thing that I like about it and the biggest thing it has over Jet Set Radio 
is how it handles graffiti. The graffiti system is pretty good. Uh, Jet Set Radio, if you don't know, you've got different sizes. There's like four, five sizes or something. And as you, you, you can pick which one you paint on which size. You unlock more, you can change it up later, but you have to like go back to the main menu and change your stuff around manually. In uh, Cyberfunk, in Bomb Rush, you gradually unlock more, but how it works is depending on what size the space is, little nodes will pop up on the screen. There's uh, like four, five, or six. There are super little spaces that are just a tap, but that's character specific and you can't change it. The library of tags you have is constantly growing and you can look them up whenever you want on your phone. I'll talk more about the phone in a minute. And depending on what order you hit the nodes in, you'll paint something different. So you've got your entire repertoire available the whole time. Or, uh, well, you know, as long as you've got it unlocked, you can do it if the space is big enough. So you're not constantly painting the same four things. Um, I really like that. I don't know that anybody else is going to care about that as much as I do. <laughs> but I think it's really cool. Um, just because, you know, it, it, there's a lot. I can mix it up. And that's what right. I like to do here. It is. It's a game that very, very much wants to be a Jet Set Radio game. Like, not evoke those feelings and build on it. It wants to be that. There is a difference, in my opinion. I will elaborate if you want. Um, it does do some things differently, though. Jet Set Radio was timed stages, timed levels. And this is a lot more of an open exploration kind of thing. You only have time, time limits on specific challenges. But the idea is you want to go to these different parts of the city paint your tags over the resident gang's tags and then you'll do a battle and then if you win it's your turf and you move on story happens what have you so it's all graffiti all the time until you do the challenge then it's a score battle and then it's about tricks and combos sweet um and this is where i i kind of start to it, it doesn't have as much depth as I think it could on that end of things. How it works, it's, it's all about multipliers. And there's only two ways to increase your multiplier. You can grind around corners and lean into it or wall ride on billboards. Each time you do one of those things, your multiplier will increase by one. Nice. And I'm... <clears throat> but only the first time you do it in a chain. Like you can't just grind in a circle and get multiplier for it. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's very, very forgiving for a game that's asking you to do tricks. You are not going to crash. You're not going to wipe out. The most you'll do is lose your combo. But if you're grinding on a rail, you can do whatever you want, basically. Until you jump, you're locked onto that rail until you jump or the rail ends. And it wants you to mix it up to keep the scores high because, you know, it's got diminishing returns on your tricks. You sit there and mash the square button. It's going to be worth less and less until you're just getting like 10 points a pop and that's not helping anybody. But all it really has 
are these. I played on PlayStation, so square, triangle, circle. Tricks for on rails or in the air. And then if you there's a boost feature that I also like and we'll get to. And you can boost and tap a button, any of those buttons, and do a fancier trick on the rails or in the air. So you've only got like uh, eight tricks. And for as much importance as it wants to put on score battle for like the climactic, you know, events, it's, uh, yeah, it, I would have expected a little more. And, um, it gets a little, some of the longer ones at the end, I just kind of, it, it, it goes a little too long for how much variety there is just starts but to feel repetitive or a little bit like I'm doing the same stuff. I'm mixing it up just as just enough mm -hmm. so that I'm safely keeping my combo going and stuff like that. And so like the trick stuff is not maybe as fleshed out as it could be for how central it is. Mm -hmm. But it, it's still fun. It's still fun to do. But like you're not doing that all the time. My other, like, big criticism... Some of these areas are just too big. Too big? Okay. Well, too big too big and empty. <clears throat> oh, okay. That was the thing that when I looked at... Because I was looking this game up. Yeah. And I'm coming from a place where I didn't play any of the predecessors. I was always like... I wanted to play Jet Set, but I never had the opportunity. And I always thought it looked really cool. And I looked at this game... Mm -hmm. And I watched some trailers, and that was one of the first things that I noticed was, like, the, the areas are huge, but they don't seem like they have any life in them. Like, they just seem very... They seem like levels and not, mm. like, places, I guess, is is what I felt like. It just didn't look like there was anything to do other than grind and tag. And, yeah, I, I would say that's apt. It's... <laughs> It's really unfortunate because the worst offender is like one of the first areas in the game. Mm. There's this big empty plaza, but there's just not as much to do in there as you would hope. Some of the areas are designed way better and there's a lot more densely packed stuff and stuff to do. And um, some of it is kind of trying to find how to get to the tag spots. Yeah. And some of that's really interesting in some of these other levels, especially like some of the later ones. That stuff is good. Mm -hmm. That stuff is very good in some places. But anywhere that has like a big empty space is it, it, it doesn't feel like it's for this game. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do here? <laughs> are there, is it one big world or is it levels? Like, are, do you um, have a loading screen between the... <clears throat> yeah, areas, yeah. Or is it between different thing? areas, you'll have between there are five, okay. five. There's five boroughs to this city of New Amsterdam. Uh, oh, right. Okay, okay. Okay, and each one has a loading screen to get into it. But once you're in there, mm -hmm. you've got at well, once you're in there, there won't be a loading screen until you leave. You do have to earn access to different parts of it, and I'm totally fine with that. That's great. Uh, well, sometimes, but <laughs> it's, uh, there's an area that's like straight out of the Jet Set Radio tutorial where it's like a <laughs> bus terminal. Nice. That is like my favorite spot in the game because it's, 
there's stuff to do everywhere and there's really cohesive there's a lot it's really easy to do a really long combo with a really big multiplier and it's fun like you're jumping off rails you can grind on the ceiling thanks to these little boost packs so so yeah, there are rails that, that you that's, can grind that's upside down hot that's hot yeah that's cool that's good too um Wonders, I like boost stuff, huh? Wonders will. Mm -hmm. uh, two burning questions. Okay, so I get vibes from. I didn't play Jet Set Radio. Uh, the the vibes I get from this are like a great mix of like SSX where you're doing uh, tricks, but actually more like uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skatery of the levels, and you explore and you find the paths of you know how to get there, like you said. And then okay, it's very stylized, like yes. kind of like Sunset Overdrive, and the movement in that was basically one of the key joys and the thing that kind of pulled you along it was fun to traverse uh, help me understand the pull of the game because i feel like with okay. it's it's a unique game right and 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 yeah. i don't understand why so if you okay. get good scores do you get a currency that helps you upgrade something do you get like a recognition like a medal or something like what's the draw is there Absolutely a story the at that. play uh there is a story there is a story and it's surprisingly good oh. um it has a it had a twist at the end i was like oh shit oh really all right mm. the story is good the story is good and I've probably front-loaded this discussion with a lot of negative, my disappointments in it and how it didn't quite hit what I wanted it to. Mm. And that is that, you know, that's on me, but I really I've been hyped for this game for like a year and a half. <laughs> Cuz they don't make these fucking games. Right. Um <laughs> be like if they made a crazy taxi successor, I'd be like, yeah, right. this better be fucking gold or <laughs> Right, 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 right. Okay. Um the traversal is really at the heart of it. Okay. Yeah, I would say. And I like the traversal. But how it handles stuff, it's really kind of interesting. I'll have to uh, see how it plays out a little bit. Because I'm going to have to... Um, I'm going to have to like, start a new file or something to capture some footage, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't unlock new techniques. They're all there at the beginning, and it just kind of teaches them to you as you go mm -hmm. and you've got a lot of tools to keep going um you can manual or do like some ground tricks to tr you know get between points to keep your combo going and stuff but that also if you start if you go from a manual into a jump you jump further and higher uh, which is something they don't teach you right away it's the boost the boost is a lot boost is very good you wear this boost pack oh shit hit the microphone you've got this boost pack and you build it you build up the meter with tricks and stuff you can spend it to do fancier tricks or you can use it to just kind of really quickly get wherever you need to go add some real push to the end of a jump or something like that it's a lot of fun to move around and do this stuff it really is but like even then that system shines in the densely packed areas. Mm -hmm. um, and I like it quite a bit. I do. I, you know, I got a little negative on it. I do like this video game. I really do. Uh, Does it? You've fun. got different. It you've got different. You can do inline skates. You can do BMX bikes with like pegs and shit. As and skateboards. Does. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
And the, I, of course, being the Jet Set Radio enthusiast, I was inline skates the whole way. <laughs> um, they they don't play any differently, right? It's just like aesthetically, like they all do the same stuff, right? Well, yeah, um, to an extent. The, there are special, I, the game does not tell you this, which is a fucking crime. Um, <laughs> so there are these yellow doors that you can only get into if you're using a BMX bike. Oh, That's pretty obvious, you know, to see, you see one, I need to come back with a bike, whatever. None of that stuff has been required. I found one map that had uh, tag spots locked behind one of those. The thing they don't tell you there are like uh, fire hydrants around. If you've got a skateboard, you can land on top of it and spin around and it'll raise you up. <laughs> That's cool. That it, it is cool and it doesn't fucking tell you about it or use it very often. And <laughs> like, why is it here? This is really cool. What the fuck? Uh, the inline skates don't have anything special like that because of course they fucking don't. But... Uh... <laughs> Um, they're not hugely different. They do feel a little bit different. Um, but yeah, they are pretty similar. It's just kind of an, it is largely an aesthetic choice. Yeah. My understanding is, is like any character can, can use any, yes. uh, yeah. mode of travel, right? So you can just kind of mix and match what it all is. Based uh, yeah. Well, you. You can change anybody to any of those items at the hideout, but if you need to swap into a level, you can trade characters out. There are spots where you can tag in someone else in your crew, and so you can have someone in your roster who's got a BMX bike equipped so that you don't have to go all the way back to base to get one. You can just bring out this guy who's got his bike and do it that way. So each character has like a default loadout so that if you bring them in, they'll have that thing, or...? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, a little bit, yeah. You haven't mentioned the music. Tell me the music. The music's pretty fucking good. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's it, it's not quite that Jet Set Radio level of quality all the way through. Mm -hmm. Um, of course, you know it's they brought in uh the guy who did a lot of the soundtrack for Jet Set Radio, uh Hideki Nagamuna, I think his name is. Sweet. And his tracks are really good. There are some really good tracks there, but there are some that uh. If they come up, my wife will ask me to change it because uh, <laughs> she finds them so off-putting. And even I'm like, eh, I don't know about this one. So I think is, it's good. Is it's, this just made by fans of that franchise? Or are these like, are there people behind the game as, that actually worked on the original? As far as I'm aware, Nagamuna is the only person that was working on the Jet Set Radio franchise. Okay. Um, that's That's here. That could be, there could be someone on the dev team, but I don't know that. They certainly haven't been upfront about that. So I'm thinking probably no one major. So at Looks the end of the day, you play this game, do you find yourself just wanting to play Jet Set instead? Or do you think this can stand on its own? I think it can. I think it can stand on its own. Um, I do think maybe I'm just a little hard on it because I do love Jet Set Radio so much that this it gets close, but it doesn't quite do it. It's enough to scratch the itch for me. I'm still playing it. I'm going through getting all the trophies, doing all the tag spots, stuff like that, and I'm still having a good time. But like if 
Sega put up a remastered Jet Set Radio port on the PlayStation Store, I don't know that I would play Cyberfunk again. Mm. Oh, what a, oh. What about a guy like me and Antonio who don't have that connection? Okay. Um. Well, then you guys, you know, you wouldn't have that higher set of expectations going in, I don't think. Do you think, uh, do you think this kind of a game would satisfy somebody who doesn't have... I think it oh, very well is, could, yeah, but see, this I... Is clearly, like, playing on nostalgia. Like, everything about this game is playing on the vibes, right? Yeah, very much, very much. Um, I think you guys could play it and have a good time. That said, I think if you don't have that appreciation or, like, uh, positive idea of Jet Set Radio going in... Uh, you need to wait for this game to go on sale. Yeah. Okay. This dude, is, uh, it's forty. Oh. It's it's yeah, forty. Interesting. Interesting. And uh, I'll say, as someone who does like it, that is feeling a little steep. Um, you know, I bought it because I was excited about it, and I've been for a while. You know, I don't I don't regret it. I don't regret the purchase. I do like this game. But if you don't have, you know, the hyper excitement going in, I would wait for this thing to go on sale before you try it out. Interesting. Thanks for listening to this episode of Mega Dads Live. Make sure you follow us over on Threads, Instagram, or Facebook for all things Mega Dads. And check out megadads.org, our website, which hosts all of our content. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure that you subscribe and like the video. And don't forget to head over to extra-life.org and support Team Megadad's 11th year fundraising for Extra Life. We'll see you November 4th for game day. I hope you enjoyed the episode. Have a great weekend. We'll see you next Friday.